So just like any relationship, it's something that is to be developed, to be fostered. We have to give our time, our attention to it. And just like anything, any relationship, the more we do that, the more we really come to know and understand all the intricacies within ourselves and whoever we're in relationship with or whatever we're in relationship with. And it's key to realize it is through that relating action that relationship is that we have the experience. And guess what? Life is all about experience. You that is the living, loving essence of the Lord that we call the soul, the divine spark, is life itself. And you're here to have experience. So anything and everything you give attention to you're developing a relationship of experience. It is that simple. Begin to look at not only spirit that way, but your life that way. It is one of relationships. If you understand that simple premises, you can begin to find that this relationship with God is more simple and easy than you ever thought possible. All we're doing in meditation is closing our eyes. Why? But to simply call our attention away from the world and to pull that within and begin to place it into the divine so that we give attention to that spirit inside of us to develop that relationship. It's the same as anything else we're doing. So if you really want to wake up and know who you are, what God is, what spirit is, what's beyond this physical experience, whatever the reason, close your eyes and go inside. It's always been shared that way. Why does every spiritual saint, teacher, teach the same thing but to go within? So we've got to close our eyes or let go of focusing our attention into the world and place our attention within into the divine. That place here, the seat of the soul, is a focal point to begin to look in and up into spirit. When you allow yourself to do that, you've now begun developing that relationship. And the more you put into that, the more focus, the more attention, the more loving devotion and dedication, the more that relationship develops and the more you get to know the truth of what that is who you are, what God is, what life itself and all expression, it comes about over time. And we want you to realize, if you're listening to us here in Inner Light Ministries, this pathway we call a path of sound and light, a path of spiritual awakening or soul liberation, soul transcendence, 
all the different names that's been given over eons of time. It is always the same. And it truly is a pathway. When you begin to really close your eyes and look in and up to the divine, you're going to begin at some point to have spiritual experience and begin to see that inner light. And here we talk a lot about the golden white light to the purple and the blue. I'm going to do a little bit more of that today because it's important to understand, to know what some of this is. A lot of the simple, common experience right here in the body when we close our eyes and begin to focus within, often a purple light shows up. Do you notice that? That's the most common one that you'll experience in the meditation practice we do here. Not the only one, just the most common one. Think of the rainbow. All the colors come out of the white light. And each of those colors is a frequency. And as we go up the spectrum from red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, those the stepping up a frequency to higher and higher frequency. And so it is spiritually. So as we go into meditation and we begin to move into those frequencies and we can see that inner light in the different colors of those frequencies, it's important to understand as you begin to see more of the blue and higher and especially that purple and the gold and white, those are the higher frequencies that we as a soul are waking up to Pay attention to that. Focus into that. As you give your attention, you are giving your loving. It's not something you have to try to make happen. Just by giving your attention, your attention is loving because you are the living, loving essence of God. You are loving. It's hard to see it in yourself because it's been clouded by the mind, the emotions, imagination, and body. But that's also why we are doing this meditation practice. To begin to wake up once again to who we are. But in that waking up, there is this journey that there are certain key principles and qualities to focus upon that inner light that we speak of, especially that purple one, is important to pay attention to and to continue observing. And as you observe that light, notice what takes place. Often you'll feel a pulling, where you'll feel this pulling you into it, or coming into you, almost like a pressure or pushing. You may feel even a pressure tingling on the head and forehead. So just like breathing in and out, there's that movement of spirit coming into us and that which is now pulling us out or us moving into it. Coming or going, it's really a merging process. 
And that's what a lot of this journey is. That we, the soul, have been separated from God in this physical experience. And on our journey home to God, we are in the process of merging, of moving back into union and oneness. But just as been as it's been a journey coming out of the heart of God and into this physical kingdom, so it's a journey out of this physical kingdom back into the realms of spirit and the heart of God. And those of you that find yourself interested or called or pulled to the action we're doing here, is you the soul responding? to that inner pull or call of God's loving for you. And all you have to do is answer that and love God back. That's the simplicity here. You answer that call every time you meditate. Even when your eyes are open and you're just walking through the day, when you just give some attention and focus here at the seat of the soul and up to God, same thing. Do it any time of the day, all day long if you want. And be aware what comes with that. So there's the inner light. Pay attention to your feelings. Just like I was saying, often I feel a pressure, or I feel a peace. And when I feel a movement of freedom, I feel this joy. Find myself happy, laughing. At times we feel grateful. We feel this deep sense of gratitude. We may even have tears that are so deep. Pay attention to those experiences. Give them more attention. Give them more credit. Don't blow them off. Give them attention because the more you do, the more that develops that relationship and the greater the experience and awakening you'll have, the more you continue to do that. Begin to trust the feelings. It's okay to doubt, to have some fear, question, confusion. Don't let that stop you though. It's okay to have that. There's nothing wrong. That's part of the process. That's what the mind and the emotions and the body will go through because that movement of spirit is foreign to this creation. The body, mind, emotions, and imagination know themselves, but they do not know the divine. So it does seem foreign. Just like you first meet somebody. You don't know each other. But over time, as you spend time in relationship, you get to know one another. And again, that's what we're doing in meditation, is taking the time to get to know one another, and in this case, God in your soul, who you are. You are not the mind, the emotions, imagination, and body. And don't think you are. You are the soul that is having experience of the mind, emotion, imagination, and body. 
You, the soul, are having experience here. Because in your experience, in developing the relationship with the mind, the emotions, imagination, and body, is how you're getting to know and understand this part of God's creation that is called the tree of good and evil, the tree of knowledge, the physical creation of time and space. It is simply by being in these vehicles that are part of this physical creation that we, the soul, come to know through our relationship, through our experience. It's really that simple. You want to wake up and know God? Well, guess what? You are waking up and knowing God whether you realize it or not. The whole time you've been here, for eons of time, traveling through this physical creation, having physical experience, you've been getting to know God that is in and through this physical creation. All of your experience is the process of you, the soul, merging. All that experience lives within you. Oh, mentally, you may have forgotten it. I don't remember all my other lifetimes. Do you? That's just the mind. But that experience the soul has had every step of the journey through the millions or billions of years, that is retained in the soul. That experience is not lost or forgotten. You don't need to try to make anything happen. It just does happen. And even when we make things important, even to the point where we create a lot of drama and trauma, well, that's part of the experience and how we learn. And at some point, doesn't it always come to an end? The drama, the trauma, it always passes at some point. And then we move into peace once again. Maybe even find some gratitude from the experience. Or even if it's just gratitude for having it done. But eventually we also learn there's no need to judge or fear all the experiences we're having in this creation. Eventually we even come into a place of loving and accepting it all. We will, because that's who we are as a soul, is loving and accepting. All we have to do is allow ourselves to be the truth of who we are. And the more we allow ourselves to be that loving and accepting that we are is how we fulfill our experience of this creation. This is how the soul's liberated. The soul's not liberated by judging it and pushing it all away, trying to get the heck out of here. The soul is liberated through loving, loving all of our creations, loving ourselves, loving all of God's creation, loving others' creations, or at the very least accepting it, no longer judging or fearing it. Because when we can really open and allow ourselves to be the loving that we are with everything, 
That loving is what fulfills. Well, what is the fulfillment? Because we no longer constrict or contract our loving. We no longer hold it back and pull it in out of fear or judgment. What are they going to think? What are they going to do to me? Well, when you can get to the point where you just don't care anymore, you'll stop holding back your loving. To love yourself and to love everybody around you no matter what, even if they hate you, Love them anyway. It's a lot of fun, especially if you're like me and you like to tease people and piss them off. Love them anyway, because when somebody doesn't want to be loved, they'll get pissed off, but you'll just laugh. Because when you truly are in a place of loving, you know the joy and the freedom of that. And in that freedom, you know that no harm can truly come to you And it truly is okay no matter what anybody else is going through or experiencing. In fact, if you want to help somebody out, be loving and accepting regardless of what they're doing or experiencing. Instead of feeling sorry for somebody, love somebody. Instead of judging them, love yourself because you're the one who's making the judgment. So these are different qualities you're going to notice as you walk the spiritual journey. There's inner experience. And really, in truth, it's all inner. Even with what we're doing out here in the physical creation, we're physically walking through this creation, but we're having the inner experience of walking through it. And then when we close our eyes and refocus once again in meditation inwards and upwards, we begin to call out that sacred name. Once again, that inner light shows up. We find that peace. We feel that filling up or pulling out that movement of spirit. We may even hear the inner sound. Just as we share the hue, or we talk about the sacred name of God, we give an initiation. The sound, the true sound of God is loving. But there is a sound, there's frequency. Many of you hear a high pitch ringing in your ears. For most of you here, it's not tinnitus. It's actually a frequency of the divine. I know, because I followed that in spirit. I have gone out of body and into spirit to where that sound originates from, and it's from the soul realm. The soul realm is the place where we really know ourselves as a soul, as a divine spark of God. That's where that frequency comes from. So if we follow it, eventually we'll wake up to that as well. All Jim and I are here to do as spiritual teachers is to share the journey, the path, to give the tools, to give that sacred name, to point out the details, the signposts, the experiences, so that you can pay attention 
and walk the journey and have your experience and come to know for yourself. What we do is not special or unique or different. Everybody can wake up and experience what we share and know ourselves here. And we're not here to brag and say, hey, here's what I've experienced. We're here to share, to educate, to maybe encourage and support so that you take the steps to have your own experience in developing your relationship with your own soul and with God. And I say with your own soul. Really, you already are that. But we've got to realize who we are as the soul. And that means we've got to walk through our physical experience, our imaginary fantasies, our emotions, our thoughts and beliefs, our unconsciousness. Because we've gotten so trapped or caught up in those relationships that we've lost sight of who we are. And so the first step of this journey is truly coming to know who we are as the soul. And then as we do that, we'll get to know God more. Truly, we're developing the relationship with God all along from the very beginning because it is through that relationship with God that we awaken to the soul of who we are. Just giving attention. That's why in here you hear us all the time. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Pay attention to your inner experience. Pay attention to the inner light, the inner sounds. Pay attention to those inner experiences. Continue to surrender. A lot of the times when we go to meditation and that inner light or sound shows up, or that feeling of loving and peace, a lot of times we'll hold back out of fear of not knowing, out of fear of letting go. Oh my God, what if I die? What if you do? One day you will. Wouldn't you like to know the truth of who you are and what God is before that day comes? Well, you can. And you will if you take the time to develop that inner relationship. So keep listening. Enjoy that time with God in meditation. Just as you may enjoy anything in this world, enjoy the relationship. When we speak of meditation, especially when you hear we recommend 10% of the day or two and a half hours, it may sound like a lot to a lot of people. But think of how much time you spend in relationship with other people or your job or your hobbies. That's what it takes. This is the same. Give it time. It's really up to you how much time you want to give. This isn't a have to, an obligation, a chore. If it is that, I'm sorry. Begin to see if you can find 
a way to allow your time in meditation to be a true joy of being in that loving relationship with God. Not as a have to because it's good for you or something you should do, but a lot of the times that's what we do to ourselves. We make ourselves do it. That's okay too. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just fine. Sometimes we've got to motivate ourselves in those ways, I guess. I'm going to make myself be loving. I'm going to make myself meditate. That's all right, because even with that, don't you find that even if that's the push you got to do with yourself, that when you really get into it, that everything starts to calm down and you find peace eventually, once you can get through the angst of it all? And then once again in that peace, that inner light shows up. That loving begins to move. You hear a sound again. Maybe first it's at high pitch frequency. Then as you go deeper into meditation, you may find yourself even going out of body or this eye opening up and you begin to view and literally see directly, not as a visualization or a fantasy, but literally a reality, more than just watching a movie. When that door opens and we begin to truly see more clearly than what we even see here, or when we even go into it, it's very real. It's very real. Spirit is very, very real. It is more real than this physical experience. We've just gotten so engrossed in the physical, we've just lost touch with the reality of spirit. But you'll know that over time. As you take the time in meditation, you'll begin to have those experiences of the reality of spirit. The truth of that. At first, it's quite magical and mystical and like, oh my God, wow. But over time, you start to relax just like anything. And you go, wow, this is just ordinary. This is normal. This is how this works. It's different or even weird or strange. But then you begin to realize you really like that weirdness and strangeness. I don't care what you think about it. I care about your experience of it. But to have that experience, we've got to give our loving as well as our time. And at some point, we're going to have to start letting go of some of our belief systems and emotional processes and imaginations and maybe even some physical things to be able to spend the time in meditation. So yeah, there is some letting go that takes place here. But guess what? That handles itself if you really just give some time to that action of loving God in meditation. It handles itself. It doesn't have to be hard work or a dramatic process. It doesn't need to be. You can make it that way. We often do. But eventually we get tired of that. Say, all right, I let go, I give up, I surrender. And when we really do that, we find ourselves in 
a greater place of peace and stillness. And then the divine really starts to show up in even greater ways. We see it, we hear it, we feel it, we go out of body. We have dreams that are so real. Those are out-of-body experiences, just to let you know. We begin to hear more sounds. We hear the wind. It's often referred to. The wind is the movement of the Holy Spirit. Bells, for whom the bell tolls. Moving water like a stream or river. Why do you think we say the river of loving? Musical instruments, choirs of angels singing, classical music. I even hear rock and roll. All the different realms have all kinds of different sounds and frequencies. And that's what it's about. That sound or frequency is a movement of consciousness, a movement of spirit upon which the soul rides to have yet greater experience beyond this physical. Again, like I said, it's a journey. And that's what we're doing here. Just as we're journeying through this physical world, having experience, well, in meditation, in these inner experiences, we, the soul, are journeying through these other realms and frequencies, having experience to fulfill who we are, our soul's journey, of experience that God wants each of us to have for ourselves. And all of our experience together makes up the one experience that is God. You're important. You're just as important to God than anybody else. But you've got to start allowing that in and trusting and knowing that. No longer devaluing yourself, making yourself less important or unworthy. You've got to begin to value yourself and realize the importance that God loves you just as much as anybody else. Oh, I'm sorry if that hurt any egos in here. Not really. Because sometimes the ego... It's going to throw up a fight or just throw up. But that's all right. It's okay to experience reaction, disturbance, turmoil. Let it be okay. That's when you move into greater acceptance. And in greater acceptance, you're always going to find greater freedom. And the loving will be right there and you'll know it. And as that loving continues to move, move with it. Relax. Open up. Surrender. See how it unfolds in you and through you. See where it carries you, even through the physical world, but especially in meditation through the spiritual worlds, especially there. You think this physical world's big and there's a lot to do here? This is nothing compared to all the other realms in spirit. There's a lot to explore, a lot of amazing sights and sounds. But eventually, it'll either be like child's play or you get bored with it. You go, okay, 
this has been fun. I've had enough. I really want to know more. I want to know the greater. I want to know and experience the greater oneness of loving. What is God really? Is there really a God? Who am I in God? At some point, that's going to stir in all of us, wanting to really know. And no matter how much information you get, no matter how much you've read, it will never answer that for you. Have you already found that out? It is only through experience. Eventually, everybody will discover it is only through experience that truly answers what it is we're seeking in these spiritual realms. So keep listening because each sound you follow, especially when it's on this path to sound and light, will lead you into the next sound, the next frequency, a higher frequency, a journey within through all these different realms and kingdoms. It's often referred to as the straight and narrow, the river of loving, the sacred name, the unspoken name, the music of the spheres, and a lot of other names. And all we have to do is move our consciousness into that and allow it to unfold us. That's the journey. You get in a river, the river will carry you. Do you know how to sail or fly a kite? The wind will carry it. You're going to see and hear a lot on this journey. Do yourself a favor and don't get too distracted. If you've got a lot of questions and that's all you go into meditation with, it's going to be a distraction. Believe me, it'll be a lot you'll miss out on. If you can just let go of the questions for just a little while and really focus on the loving, watching for that inner light, listening for the sounds we're talking about, just going with the feeling of peace or grace, it will carry you and bring you into the greater fullness and experience. That's all we need to do. And then it's actually enjoyable because eventually you realize truly there is nothing to fear. There's not. There really is not. But it takes time to come to that place, experience by experience, meditation by meditation. We come to that. We awaken to it. And there's even the experiences where literally you can hear the voice of God speaking directly to you. Sometimes it shows up as a spiritual teacher. One is a representative of that movement of God's loving in the Holy Spirit. But it's still the voice of God, a movement. God will use whatever form or expression God wants to love and to support you. God's child. So be open to that. Be open to that. 
And I want you to know, for those of you here that feel that stirring, feel a calling, a pulling, that Jim and I are just here to serve that. As spiritual teachers, our job is to share that, to talk about it, to give the tools, to give that sacred name, to lay out the pathway, to give understanding and clarity so that it maybe makes it a little bit easier for you on that journey, to give you a little more comfort and understanding so that you can find more peace and let go of any fears to realize it's okay to let go of the attachments to this world. It's okay to have attachments for this world. But it's up to you to utilize it. It's up to you to develop that inner relationship, to do the meditation, to practice the spiritual principles and teachings. Just like anything else, as you do it, you'll have your experience. If you don't do it, you won't have the experience. That's simple. But if you're looking for the magic, you're in the right place. Because if you go into meditation, believe me, some magical things really unfold, even physically, let alone spiritually. But there is a process, and we're here to share about that. We're here to support you, to answer questions, to assist you in the movement in your experience of your divinity. Jim and I know we can't do it for you and we don't profess to, but we know we can support you so that you can move into it for yourself. <laughs> 